from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. A place of our own without a lot of parents peering down our backs. Radio worth watching. Yo, nigga. Yo. It's hotter than a motherfucker out this piece today, nigga. Yeah, Where the fuck, nigga? Yeah, for real, nigga. I hear Yo, that so shit. so hot, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers yeah. is running the AC and whatnot, yeah. motherfuckers is yeah. running up their building. Yeah. Yeah. Some kids motherfucking eat on popsicles, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, one kid rub it on his motherfucking head, nigga. <laughs> That's <laughs> real nigga, talk, nigga. nigga. You, you crazy, nigga. That's real talk. You crazy, nigga. You for real. Anyway, though. nigga, they say it fit the rain, though, nigga. What, nigga? Who, who the fuck said it rain? That one nigga on nigga. the news said it was going Show motherfucking going rain, rain, nigga. Nigga, that, which, that, uh, which nigga on the news? Who that nigga that, uh, which nigga? Dallas Rain said oh, it going man, rain, Oh, man, Dallas Rain. Who the fuck is that, nigga? Who the fuck is you, nigga? Who mean who the fuck is me, nigga? Talking shit, Yeah, I'm talking. Who the fuck is you talking shit to me, nigga? Dallas Rays, though, what the fuck? It's gonna rain, nigga. It ain't gonna rain, nigga. Look at this shit, nigga. Ow, nigga. What the fuck fuck you hit me for, nigga? Ow, nigga. This shit hurt. Hey, nigga. Talk shit to me, nigga. It's gonna rain. Fuck you, nigga. Shit hurt. Shit hurt. Bitch ass. What up, sons and duns? Freddie Lockhart back with What's Good. It's been a minute. I have had people call me. What's good, nigga? What the fuck? Where you been, son? You know what I'm saying? Where the fuck you coming back? Well, guess what? I'm fucking back, and I'm back for good. I'm back on a weekly basis at my new home, the Toad Hop Network. Go to toadhopnetwork.com. See us doing shit live up in here. We'll probably be smoking a lot less reefer, but you know I can go out to the patio and do that. (laughs) And you can see by the fact that I'm French Stewart faced already. I've been doing my business out on the motherfucking patio and whatnot. But it's good to be back, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back for you guys. I have missed all of you guys. I've gotten the tweets. I've gotten the, the, the hate mail, the death mail, all the stuff. Like, where you at, Fred? What the fuck, dig? Where you mm-hmm. been, son? That's how they all sound to me. That's how anybody <laughs> who complains sounds to me. I don't know why. But, uh, but I'm back, and this is for sure. This isn't a I'm going to be back for two weeks thing and then fizzle away. Nigga, I am back. And you're probably going to go, but man, what about, nigga, what about the motherfucking death squad, nigga? Why you, you know what I'm Why I got to go look for a new, you know what I'm saying, a new place to find your ass? Well, here's the thing. No, there's no beef with the death squad. Uh, I have to put that out first and foremost. I absolutely love the death squad. I'm still going to be doing shows with them. Red Band and I are totally friends. Any beef is all in your mind. You have to understand, too, that Red Band's career is starting to take off. He doesn't have time to run 50 fucking podcasts right. anymore. You know what I mean? He's got he, – he's never once been like, fuck you, Fred. It's always been like, oh, we'll have to catch each other later. It's been a timing issue with me going on the road. But Toad Hop is – you know, they're, they're not a rival to them at all. It's just a, a, a really cool network that's saying, hey, you know, we think you, you, you can offer something. We think you have some talent. And I was like, well, I think you guys do something pretty cool and consistent over there. And that's all I'm looking for is consistency. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, I am here now to Toad Hop. You'll still see me doing some – House Chronicles shows. You'll see me on Joe Rogan's podcast. There's no beef here. It ain't the Bloods and the Crips. You know what I'm I saying? I wish there was though. It's like it's more Why? like perfect strangers like and family WCW, matters. WCW, you know? Yeah. There, there's no <laughs> no drive-by shootings need to be done. You know, save the bricks through my window. It's like it, it's it, it's not like that at all. There's no beef to be had here. And before I get into it, um, you know, I'm going to share with you guys a little bit of the hate mail that I got. You know, in my uh, departure from the Death Squad. But I'm going to introduce you uh, first and foremost. My new co-host, uh, he started on the last one, but we've got him here with us. Uh, my main man, my light skin, is right skin brother from another <laughs> mother. Old school, 1981 throwback style, Willie. Give it up, Willie. Thank you, guys. Willie Hunter, ladies Thank and gentlemen. You. What's up, Willie? Thank you. It's good to be back. You know Willie from such places as Ralph's on Sunset. Willie likes to go there to get deals and vegetables. You've also seen Willie performing at comedy clubs all throughout America. I think he's a very funny young man. He's going to have a talk show that's going to be enormous someday. And you can say you saw him here first on What's Good. Uh, also joining us at the What's Good pen. I don't know if I want to call it a pen. Let's call it the What's Good executive offices. How you that like that? Much How you like yeah. that? Sound like we stacking cheese, don't it, <laughs> Steve? Nice, man. 
Uh, joining us today in the What's Good executive offices is my main man, 50 Grand. I knew this nigga since Bill Clinton was president. Y'all. <laughs> Give it up for Steve wow. Simone. Let him know Steve What's Simone up, is in the really? house. Thank you for joining us Thanks over for me, bro. here at Steve. And Steve, too, who you'll see uh, also do the Roddy podcast, right? Yeah, the Rod Pod. You know, you got the Rod Pod, who's also over here on Toad Hop, and you've heard him on the other network before. It's like, look, man, we love podcasting and we love radio broadcasting. That's yeah. what we love to do. We love to connect with you guys, and it's by any means necessary. And it's like I was saying, you know, I love Breaking Bad. If Breaking Bad switched from, you know, what is it, Showtime to fucking Telemundo. I think it's an AMC. Or AMC to Telemundo. Yeah. I, I, I would I would learn Spanish. You know, I wouldn't uh. I wouldn't beef about the network that's showing it. I wouldn't care. It's I just, would not watch it. I, I, switch well, I, you're like, no, I'm out of here. I'm out. I like the commercials. You know, it's like, uh, but, you know, the, the idea behind it is, you know, wherever it's going, if you like what's good, we're still going to continue to do it. I'm still going to talk about old school hip hop. I'm still going to clown on niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to talk to the ghost of Biggie Smalls. I'm still going to share with you embarrassing stories from my childhood. All of these things are going to happen. And when I see Red Band, we're still going to give each other the hip-hop hug because I love that nigga. Dude, you know, if hurts? you think about it, it's just it's good news for everybody. It I mean, really is, and it doesn't mean that I I I left. It means I moved on, and and Ari and and all the other guys. It's just what we did. It's something that you know we were given the opportunity by Red Band to do what we want to do, and we're eternally grateful. And I even told him, I was like, dude, thank you so much. Plus his career, like he's doing way more stand up now. Now he's, he's doing huge stand up theaters. He's touring, and stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's so got no like, time for his uh, what's good thing. We started in the garage. Right. You know what I mean? It's like. He's moved on, and, and, and he's building his brand. He's doing very well, and I couldn't awesome. be happier for him. Um, and But, you know, that being said, I've gotten a whole lot of hate mail, a lot of voicemail on my phone. I don't even know how people are getting I, my phone I don't phone know if number. it's hate. It's probably just misplaced love. Yeah. Uh, well, let me play. You, who has your number? To yeah, I don't even know how it got leaked out there, but let me go ahead and play this for you guys. I, uh, you know, I, 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 made sure to, I made sure to save a couple of these, and let me see if I can cue this up here. And this should be. Uh, here we go. Here's yeah. Here's my voicemail. I got it hooked up now. Frankie iPhone. <laughs> hey, it's Freddie. Leave me a message. That's me. Yo, nigga. This I got your motherfucking message right here, DJ nigga. Zertan. Fuck your life, nigga. That's your message. Step said. Yo, where the fuck? I mean, where, where fuck the my fuck life. you That's been, me. Fred? What the fuck am I hearing on that the streets, B? You know what I'm saying? That you, you move your, your podcast over to the Lizard Jump Network or the Snake Crawl, whatever the fuck that... Toad Hop. Toad Hop. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that <laughs> is. Idiot. Trying to hear all that beat. You know, I don't like change, son. It be stressing the nigga. You know what I'm saying? He said, that's, he said it. Change. Crying, Nobody likes change. Uh, I don't even know what's good anymore, nigga. I'm what is he listening to? Talking about what's sounds bad, like Raekwon the Chef. You, you, you ain't been on the air, nigga, since like... Well, like we, we've been to Mars since then, B. What the... He just sounds more hurt. Yeah, he's upset. I get it. Bro, it's all love in a weird way. Some of it's hate. Listen to this. Hey, what the fuck, player? Hey, you're not with fucking Dead Squad anymore? Fuck you, AC. You know what the fuck, Holmes? Like, you came around, like, you was talking like you were all fucking bad, bro. Like, you were hanging out with Dead Squad and then you got clowned on by Joe Rogan for your fucking video. Don't remind me. And then you fucking left. What the fuck, player? Come back. Come back. No. That sounds like love too. Thing, I remember the last oh, jeez, him again. This guy eats up like an hour on my fucking voice now. How well does that shit work, nigga? You know what I'm saying? And then now you got a nigga, hey, nigga, I'm getting beat down in the neighborhood, B. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking around, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I'm crying. He's catching beat downs because of me. Because of me being off there. My allergies is all acting up. B, I ain't been able to breathe all summer. You know what I'm saying? Let me uh, hello there, Freddy. This is Morgan Freeman. Oh, oh, wow. I'm pleased to hear that you're going to be back on the air. That just delights me. Oh, so that's good. That's I'm sorry I didn't hear it didn't work out with Red Barn. Oh, great. Whatever his name is. Red, they had a Red Baron. Yeah, they were whatever, whatever, Red Baron and Morgan Freeman. I know now. you and him are friends, oh, no. and I know you don't like me talking shit on him, but... You know, he's he's done with. He's an old bitch-ass nigga. Fuck that nigga. I'm going to shoot him in the space when I see him. That's okay, their beef. And it's like, I don't know why. Morgan Freeman was so disrespectful. Uh, good luck today. Don't forget to talk. Call that's me nice. on the phone while you're on the air. That's nice. Yeah, you that's, take phone calls that's over there. So well, that's a well wish. Yeah. You know, you know the phone number. He's probably like stabbed. I don't know. Yeah, him, I think he is. I think you do. I'm old now, so I don't... You know, okay, I let's wrap it up, Mr. Freeman. From time to time, like this morning, I'm misplaced my keys. Oh, my God. I'm going to get 
on the bus over, take it over to Wilshire Boulevard for a meeting. And, what the fuck? Well, everybody on the bus recognized me, and that got a little weird, you know, a little strange having to sign all the Did he say he took the bus? Yeah, in L.A.? Salvadorian women. But anyhow, uh, let me know how the show goes. I'll try to tune in on the television, but I don't think I can do that, and I don't believe in the Internet, so go ahead and... Uh, he doesn't believe it. It's real. I'm on it right now. Sure. The Internet's real. I'll be sure to check that. Godspeed. Godspeed, though. Yo, nigga, you just an anonymous caller, nigga. Anonymous caller. Fuck your life, nigga. We'll kill you, nigga. Anonymous my ass. I know exactly who the fuck that was. Cheers, mate. Greetings from Sussex. Oh, cool. International call. Before you let you know, you can go fuck yourself. Leaving the death squad and whatnot. Jesus. You know me and me mates over here, we all gather around. We've got on a computer here. You put something on. Put something new on. I'm supposed to go download something new. Sounds like change. Don't like it. They're again, go change. fuck yourself before that change, mate. I won't bow down to your gods. My God, uh, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> now that was a hate voice. In London, any time performing or? No, he's like, asking. He's know, asking if I'm going to be performing. Like that. Uh, he wants tickets. Uh, but go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> but go fuck myself. Okay. Yeah, it's just misplaced love. That's it. Yeah, nigga. What? Better watch yeah. your motherfucking back. In the that sounds street, like you know what I'm saying. What the? Fuck? I don't even know who the fuck you is, nigga. I just dial numbers. Sounds like Tiny Lester. Everybody gets scared when I do. Don't know. He just said he dials numbers randomly and talks shit all day. <laughs> sounds like me at eleven. <laughs> That's strange. Uh, oh Jesus! He's invoicing that he may kill himself. This guy, he's always on the cusp of death. But now that your show wasn't around, nigga, now that I'm supposed to go to a different site, nigga, you know what I'm saying? It's like it takes two seconds to go to a different site. Oh, so he is going to tune in. He is going to tune in. Alright, we got to do it. We got to do it. I mean, I swear to God, nigga, I can't even spell pumpkin pie, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know how hard that is when a nigga can't spell pumpkin pie, nigga. Call me Fred. That got dark. Don't call me at my auntie's house this time, you know what I'm saying? Call me at my cousin Craig's house. She's let me crash in for a couple weeks, whatnot, nigga, you know what I'm saying? But he got a dog, so I can't stay too long. But hit me up anyway, dick. But page me first. You know page you? Page I don't even know how to page somebody anymore. Ooh, I, oh, wait. You thought I wasn't going to find your ass, B? Ghost you of Biggie Smalls. Guess how much I weigh now, son? 110 pounds, <sighs> B. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even Biggie Smalls, nigga. I'm skinny Smalls. Give me something to eat, B. Hurry up. You know, you guys can, I mean, you guys, you guys get the hint. You guys get the idea. This is what, this is the kind of things I'm hearing. And it's like, you know, that's why I wanted to take the first show and the first opportunity to say, it's like, no, it's no hate. There's no beef cooking. Sons, you're going to hear me. You're going to see me. I'm going to be everywhere. So with that being said, I'm, that's the last time I'm going to address the Death Squad Toad Hop thing. This is where the show is at now. And this is where it's going to be. And you know what I promise you something? We're going to be here regularly every Tuesday, homeboy. Oh, you know what I'm great. saying? Like when a different world would come on Tuesday nights. <laughs> like when Alf would come on Tuesday nights. Perfect Tuesday strangers. Nights? Growing pains. Should I go on? You know, that's how it's going to be. It's like that commercial Tuesday night at Chili's. This is how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mark it down. What the hell else goes on Tuesdays? You know what I mean? American Nothing. Idol. Lost Dude, isn't on anymore. On Yo, Tuesday. fuck American Idol, it's son. Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? I'm the African-American Idol, B. <laughs> that's what the fuck niggas need to tune into. That's my motherfucking word. But that's it. Just to let you guys know, no beef. It's all positive thing. And it's back to what we were doing before. We were trying to, I was trying to go with something here. It's like, you know, I always believe in the modern day renaissance, man. You could do a lot. You're a, you know, you can know a little about a lot. You can know a little about music. You can know a little about science, art, math. You can do, you can do a lot of shit if you just take a little fraction of the day and learn it. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to share it with you. So y'all niggas ain't got to look it up. You just trust Fredopedia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fred comes up with information. So what? Some of it I make up, nigga. So what? Shit's gospel, B. But what we're going to do now is we're going to get into um, uh, why I'm back and why I came back and why I'm now here. Uh, I'm back because I love this shit. I got a taste of it. I got my beak wet, and I was like, man, I love, I mean, I love getting on the air like I love pussy, homie. You know what I'm saying? Word to God. That sounds a lot like that guy who calls me. <laughs> that yeah, stalker guy. Maybe I'm channeling him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I love this, and what it does too, and what I'm going to try to do is expand it a little bit more with audio um, sketches that I have. You heard a couple of them so far. Uh, you know, I work on a lot of these things. There's something, you know, be said if you're a, a dope smoker and you have the attention span or 
something like that. I'll sit down and I'll build these audio sketches. And, you know, I think sometimes they come out pretty funny. And sometimes they're just lengthy. And you're like, yo, Fred, man, you know what I'm saying? Wrap it up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving to motherfucking Victorville. I'm going to fall asleep listening to the OS, nigga. That's real. Ah! <laughs> So I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to, you know, cut them up and we're going to go on a pretty nice little schedule here. It's, you know, it's not going to be too formulated. This isn't going to be the drive at five, ladies and gentlemen, tuning into the Toadop Network where you can uh, hear all sorts of voices. And I'm going to give you the traffic update right now. What's the 405 looking like, Steve? Uh, <laughs> it's all backed up there, Freddie. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, you know what? It's backed up. I am. That's why I take Mucinex on a daily basis. <laughs> Um, but speaking of sponsorship, I'm going to bring out uh, a couple of sponsors real quick. Um, a couple of new ones and, and an old one. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to remind you guys of tuckandtoke.com. Go to tuckandtoke.com. Don't fight it, ignite it. This is the clever little device that my friend who I went to high school with, uh, Scotty G, invented. And this is something, man, it's like a sneak of toke, but it works even better. If there's a windy day, something like that, and, 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 and the wind's playing havoc with your lighter, what happens? Everybody tries to get some, some new crazy lighter, some new crazy. They put their shirt over their head looking like looking like fucking beavis you know running around <laughs> got your shirt up. over your head you might as well be holding a sign that says hey cops come over here and look <laughs> under this shirt i'm smoking dope yeah. but this is something where it's like a hookah hose with a bowl on it and you smoke this thing and you hit it and it just nobody's nobody's the wiser i tell you smoke your jazz cigarettes all day <laughs> but uh you go to tuckandtoke.com um there's a buy one get one free type in freddie lock or actually type in what's good and you'll buy one get one free and they're going to be one of the they're the one of the old sponsors and also one of the current sponsors uh this round that we're now with the toad hop network um another new sponsor that i have you know i've been um i got connected with these guys a little while back because they put me on the beard of the day list this is a, a company uh, called brlnd go to brlnd.com and i don't know if it's berlin if i say it berlin but they specialize in uh, outerwear for men with beards it's fantastic <laughs> and somehow they found that my beard was voted uh, beard of the day somebody submitted to it and it That's was on great. a website and they had my beard and it's full you know right now i've got it you know the the, the grounds crew came today yeah i remember know. But you've seen it when I go Jeremiah Johnson style. <laughs> when you have the Castro beard. Yes, yeah, exactly. When I, when I look like I'm about to overthrow a nation beard, that, that's yeah, when you know. That's exactly what it looks that's like. When my, master. when my beard gets grimy. But they gave me a beard of the day. So go to brlnd.com, and they have dope shirts. I've been wearing a lot of their shirts. And funny enough, their logo is kind of similar to mine, but it's only coincidental because it's about beards. But I'm going to get with them and design a shirt, oh, basically, cool, the what's good uh, brlnd version. And um, other sponsors. Her, obviously, most important sponsor is me. Go to fucking uh, freddylockhart.com and get yourself a What's Good t-shirt. And if you get that t-shirt, I'll call you on the air. We'll talk about the t-shirt. I'll clown on you as Biggie Smalls, Morgan Freeman. Oh, that's uh, cool. I could even be Sam Elliott and tell you how <laughs> goddamn good you look in that shirt. But, uh, you know, I'll get involved with you. And my goal with the shirts is not just to make a million dollars, but to get that shirt all over the world. I want to see it in front of national, you know, monuments. I want you to take it in front of, um, you know, the, the, uh, Abraham Lincoln. I want you to take it in front of uh, Do you know what would be uh, cool uh, if Niagara people Falls. are wearing your shirts when they're actually having a good time? Yeah, show me when you're having a good time. Don't sh don't show it when you're, when you're hating, when you're no, beating somebody up. No, not when you're like up. in a cubicle thinking about traffic. Yeah, yeah. No. no, no, don't show me that. Show me when you're having a good time and you're enjoying yourself. I still want to see those photos, though, if they're in their cubicle with their... What's good T-shirt? Well, on. you know, I wouldn't mind that, but that would have to be on Casual Fridays. You know, <laughs> Casual Fridays where you can wear the shirt of a dictator. Dude, I, I remember when I was working in co corporate America, I had no idea what Casual Friday meant. Like <laughs> that there was rule. I showed up in a Hawaiian shirt. Oh man, <laughs> and like jeans because I wanted everybody to know I partied. Like I was like 22 and yeah. a complete idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got called. And you went over emphasis on casual. Yeah, like, too I didn't casual. know. Like yeah, you were in a lawn chair. Because then they told me it was Country Club Casual. Oh, like that's like khakis. What does that even mean? Like yeah, you got to dress like the Great Gatsby at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not casual. Yeah, it's not, it's not casual. You look like a blockbuster that's employee. That's just as expensive. Yeah. And if you're a blockbuster employee, you're looking for employee right now. So, um, But go to brlnd.com, go to tuckandtote.com, and also go to freddylockhart.com. Get yourself a T-shirt. And if you don't want a T-shirt, I get it. You can get this one that I'm wearing, you know, this ringer tee, or you can get a different one. But you can also get a baby bib. You can get a koozie. You can get all sorts of things. My man Terry throws it down. He's putting my face all over the globe, B. Dude, that's a stuff. I'm going to have to get a, a, a baby bib for 
Renazizi's new kid. Yeah, I'm gonna have one sent out to my niece as well. Yeah, for Renazizi's new kid, uh, Jonah. He's got he's got one coming out there to New York. And thank you to all you guys who bought them too. Um, like I said, I wanted to take a picture. Show me that you're drinking out of the mug at some some boring office meeting. Show me <laughs> that you're wearing shirt at the family reunion and showing the middle fingers in the back. You know what I mean? Just show me that you that you're rocking it and you're getting the message out there yeah. that what's good. It's all about it's all about love. It's not about hate. You know what I'm saying? Keep that hate. You know what I'm saying? Keep that hate off the grill, B. Right now, I'm putting motherfucking like like sausages and and mm. links and, and and sometimes I even put bacon on the grill. Willie, did you know about that? I did not. Sometimes put bacon on the grill and see if the neighbors don't come by and see if you're having a party. <laughs> Yo, what's up, B? I smell bacon, B. You'll smell tons of it. And you know what happens? It gets real crispy. The whole thing, you could hold it and it holds out. It, it uh, stands out. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Try that. Also, bake bacon. Another little something for you guys. Another little something for you guys. Uh, what are we at right now? Have we hit 15 minutes yet? Okay, I'm going to play you guys a song um, because, you know, every time I get with Steve, Steve and I, we discuss the old school times. Yeah. Willie's still a little bit of a young buck. That's why I love Willie. He reminds me of me back back when I was me. You know what oh, I'm saying? shucks. Yeah, there you go, young Fred. No. Uh, That's how old you were when I met you, though, right? Yeah, I was 20 years old when you met me. He's like 25, aren't you? Yeah, I turned 26 uh, a couple weeks ago. Hey, congratulations. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. But every time Steve and I get together, we talk about the old school hip hop and a song I've been playing through my head on a loop lately. Oh, you, you're going to know it the second. I bet I give it 1.6 seconds before Steve names the song. All right, let me close my eyes. That I play. You ready, Steve? Yeah. yeah. And then we'll take a little break and then uh, we'll come back. Ah, reminisce. There you go. Steve wins. Steve wins. I reminisce for a spell, or shall I say think back? 22 years ago to keep it on track. The birth of a child on the 8th of October. A toast, but my granddaddy came sober. Count all the fingers and the toes. Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows. 18 years younger than my mama. But I really got beaten with the girl of drama. In single parenthood, there I stood. By the time she was 21, had another one. This one's a girl. Let's name a Pam. Same father as the first, but you don't give a damn. Irresponsible not thinking. Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking. Still he rolled down, you would tear out your hide. On your side while the baby make us slide. But mama got wise to the game. The youngest of five kids, hun, here it is. After ten years without no spouse, mama's getting married in the house. Listen, positive over negative for the woman to master. Mother queens rise in the chapter. Deja vu, tell you what I'm gonna do when they reminisce over you, my God. I recall a man off the family tree My right hand, Papa Doc, I see Woo. Took me from a boy to a man So I always had a father When my biological didn't bother yeah. Taking care of this So who am I to bicker? Got a bad ticker But I'm clocking Pop's liver yeah. But you can never say that his life is through Five kids at 21 Believe he got a right to right. Here we go while I check the scene With the Portuguese lover at the age of 14 The same age, front page, no fuss But I bet you all you know They live longer than us right. Never been seen now That's where you're wrong but give the man a taste and he's gone Not no sleep to a jazz tune I can hear his head banging on the wall in the next room I get the pillow and hope I don't wake him But this man the cuss here at all in verbatim Telling me how to raise my boy unless he's taking over I said pop maybe when you're older We laughed all night about the hookers at the party My old man standing yelling good God almighty Use your condom, take sips of the brew When they reminisce over you, for real Word Like that and that's the shit right there. Summer, what was that? Was that I'm saying uh, like '92? Maybe summer '92. Is that what it was? Yeah, let me look at that. I bet it was somewhere around there. Yeah, God, that is the jam, isn't it? So good. You know what it is? It's one of those songs that I didn't quite realize when I was a kid. I think I was about 12 or 13 when it came out. 
like how dope it really was. Like, you know, that he was spelling things out, that he was doing mathematical equations in the song. Yeah. You know, and the same with like Rakim. Like now as an adult, I go back and I, I dissect certain lyrics. I'm like, whoa, my God. He wasn't just rhyming. He was actually saying something. I was like decoding it. You Dude, know what I mean? And that song, it's, it's a great storytelling. Oh, it's and amazing it, and storytelling. And the theme is so positive. And then, that, of course, just that old school beat in the background. And I, and I remember the video, too. I remember oh, when it came out. And it's just like there's that Pete Rock and CL Smooth, a couple of those just tandem uh, duos that, that you can't beat, like like um, Eric B. and Rakim, like two guys that just make each other even greater. Cool. Scotty Pippen and Jordan. Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. <laughs> there you school. go. So take me back to your, your, your middle school years. You, you grew up in Philly. Yeah, uh, man. Um, Philly, but the I city grew up of, in the suburbs. The suburbs of Philly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it was a different vibe. So, but, so were all yeah. the kids at your school hip hop, or were you just hip hop? No, I was part of that generation where it was starting to cross over. Like I remember, I was probably like in eighth, ninth grade, and there was this kid Joe Savera that yeah. actually went to the Beastie Boys Run DMC show to, oh, wow. together forever yeah. tour, like in '86, and that, that's like I think I graduated high school in '91. Okay. So that was like that. You had Guns and Roses blowing up. Appetite sure. for Destruction came out in '87. Right. And then you also had like probably the most significant hip hop group of that era was probably like Public, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Because in '89 they had It Takes a Nation of Millions. Sure. So you had two iconic. It was like, in my opinion, like I think Appetite for Destruction is one of the greatest rock albums from beginning it's to brilliant. end. Brilliant. Yeah. So good. But then hip hop was just so new and so fresh. Yeah, well, it was new and fresh, and at the time, don't you think too? What uh, Guns and Roses were doing—they're kind of like at the comedy store in the beginning years. There's like one good comic and two hundred shitty ones. Where they were in an era of rock and roll, where it was so much glam band, and there were actually one band that was actually really making good music. You yeah. Know? And uh, you know, it was Appetite for Destruction, and you know, the long—it what was it? The Spaghetti, the spaghetti incident, incident, the next one, and, and, and I even like—I even like that one, but. It just seemed like time got away from them, and, and, and they stuck out in a time that their, maybe their genre didn't. You right, know? yeah, because it was almost like the last great rock album that had that classic sound. It did. It, it, it had the ballads. It had the rock ballads in it because, you know, November Rain is great. Sure. Oh, November Rain. It's like yeah. him and Catherine Hepburn. Dude, I remember I, once coming, oh coming I, uh, home from school, and I guess one of my brothers left MTV on. My mom was watching the video for November Rain. She was crying. Just weeping because it just <laughs> yeah. keeps building. And then you're like, wait a second. But then, and it's like, da 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 Yeah, dude, that's a great song. Oh, yeah. It's, but, it, dude, the hip-hop of that era... Like so, you had like somebody like Guns N' Roses killing it, right? But it was, dude. Since then, like you know, there's been Pantera. Like I like hard rock. Like I like my I like my rock to rock, and I like my hip hop to sure. be original. Yeah, and yeah, back yeah. Then it's everybody hot. in hip hop had a different style, right. had a different sound. Right, right, right. Like now, so much of the stuff sounds the same to me, and everybody's on everybody's. That's what record. I was gonna say. It's so weird to like listen to you guys talk about that in yeah. your time in your life, and for me, it was like Nelly and Lil Jon. And- uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, you don't understand. Like when I was trying to listen to hip hop, you had to pull it through the channels of distribution. Yeah, you like really had to go seeking it out. You Dude, really had to. Pirate radio. Dude, Dude, Lady B would was the only hip hop DJ in Philly, and she wouldn't come on to like ten o'clock on Friday nights on oh, Power ninety nine. Oh, that's funny. So what I would do when I was like eleven. 12 years old, I put a tape in and record the show because I couldn't stay awake for the whole thing. Right. I get to, I'm trying to remember who it was in Phoenix. They had, um, they had, uh, what was it, Power 92? I want to say somebody from Phoenix can correct me on this, but I think it was something like that, Power 92. And I'd sit and wait up with the tape deck. But then Yo! MTV Raps always clued me into what Yo was, MTV Raps what was, was dope, too. But see, it's like you mentioned Nelly and those guys. I wonder it's, you know, if it's just a generational thing where it's like to each generation. You know, I heard somebody saying on the radio the other day that this, being special about being a man is like that's time in your life when you're a boy from everything you love from the age of, basically nine till about 13 you'll forever, forever hold dear in your heart you absolutely. just absolutely forever there nobody can tell you different about it like i will always love public enemy yep. i'll always love the wonder years i'll always absolutely. love certain things that came out and and even through the eyes of a 33 year old man i still view them with the love and the you know the the the, the passion that i had so yeah. the same could be said for a 21 year old kid first big decision as a man you chose to like them. yeah and i said and i like them and i bought into that and so i can't tell a 21 year old kid today that or something like you said like nelly i can't say that those guys you know no, i they're I, terrible yeah they're but terrible I'm just saying, but just i can't say they're just they, they they still have a place on your life soundtrack oh, yeah. you right. know what i mean and a lot of times that's what it is like i was telling uh, candace who came by and dropped off her movie i texted her the other day that i had just paid money on iTunes to buy Black Streets No Diggity. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was at the red light, 
I was like, you know, I was like, I want to hear no diggity, and I want to hear it right now. That's how spoiled we <laughs> yeah. are today musically. Like, I can just grab it out of the fucking air. It's awesome. And I needed to hear it at that very moment. I wanted to hear no diggity. She's got because that song can put you into that mind. You instantly are that person. It puts me in my senior year in high school. I'm gonna graduate for sure. Got a little money in my pocket. I can have. I could have teachers if I wanted to, nigga. I'm for real. I thought my shit was on hit. I thought it was a man. Had my 85 Honda Accord. What? Had a mixtape. Had a fucking connector for my CD player. Even though the Arizona teacher swag. You thought like I. I was starting to think I could get a teacher. I was like, yeah, I see Miss Mitchell clocking me. I see. I see Miss Mitchell clocking me. You know what I'm saying? I'll be walking. It's just it's something special. I think she sees the car. She knows it's up. But you know what's crazy? Maybe you could have. I might not have been too far fetched in thinking that. Yeah, you probably. Like this is what I, me, uh, Court, and Ren is easy. We were watching football on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and we started to think about like if you could go back to high school. Mm With what you know about life, with what you know about women. I would fuck yeah. everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It would be fair. It would be unbelievable. I'd have a village of children with the <laughs> hottest girls <laughs> ever. All listening to No Diggity. That's because, how you know yeah. And so that's what it was. It's like, you're exactly right. I wanted to get a little taste of that freedom and that, that, that blasé feeling I had in my senior year in high school when it was like, finally, the hell is over now. I get to go beat my own guy. And, of yeah. course, that song came out at the time. So did Sublime. You know, I'll still hear that song um, from their self-titled album and, and and it reminds it takes me back to senior year. So I'm it's sitting at the light machine. and I bought that song and I started and as soon as it hit, she's got class and style. I was like, Yeah, okay, no diggity. Yep. And I see myself and but all of a sudden I'm mugging in like ninety circumstances and videos, like posing in front of a 90, <laughs> 98 Tahoe and shit. I'm like, wait, I gotta update these dreams though. These 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 little visions that I used to have when the song would play and you know of course Dr. Drake comes in and then little Kim comes and spits and and, and and for some reason the ground's wet and I've got two private jets just in case I want to go this way or that way. You know, one head's East Coast, one head's West Coast. It's like that's that's the fucking dream. That's the late 90s, gratuitous, overboard, dime-crusted everything. Yeah, everything was about materialism. You know, it's like Mace used to say, 98 Tahoe, Tommy and the Roscoe. You know, all of those. Dude, you know what's funny? If you just think about the references from hip-hop songs and how they've changed as hip-hop got bigger. Yeah. Like, I remember Cool Mo D bragging about... Ben's 190. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was like the lowest, yeah, the lowest model thing. Yeah. Ben's. Yeah, and it's like, like they would talk about, um, you know, it's like even Biggie Smalls, you realize how long he's been dead when he's rapping out Sega Genesis and shit. It's yeah. Like, Whoa. Super Nintendo, Sega Super Gen- Nintendo, Sega Genesis. It's like, well, you could have that on eBay for $8. Yeah, it's you know, crazy. it's like uh, um, the, 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 there was a, somebody making reference to a phone in the car. Um, what was it else was big in the 90s? Um, Moet is it called Moet or Moet? But I, I think it's Moet, but I think Ghetto Way is Moet. Because Eddie Griffin used to drink that. Nigga, I drink Moet, nigga. <laughs> I drink it because Paul Mooney drinks it. Oh, nigga, I drink Moet. <laughs> I drink Moet. That nigga drinks Moet. Nigga. <laughs> I was like, well, then, there you have it. You're on next, Paul. Did you remember when Mooney would just come into the store and just sit on a stool late night? Just kill it for like an hour and a half. It's so amazing, um, guys like Paul Mooney who have come in and, you know, you, you figure he he had some kind of rebirth, I think, with the Chappelle show, you know, playing mm-hmm. the, the, the judge and all that. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, he, he really had a second chapter in his career, like Steve Jobs style, you know, like really, oh, nigga, I got real big the second time. <laughs> real big, nigga. Real big. I tell you what, we're going to, uh, after we come back, we're going to take a quick break here. Think about your hip-hop stories. Think about the stuff that means to you. And if you're young, like 21, call me and tell me what your idea of you know classic hip-hop is. If you're my age or older and you tell me, and then what we'll do is we'll decide if I'm just being a bitter old man or if it really has changed. So uh, when we're going to come back, give us a call, 323-622-8623. Again, the number is 323-622-8623. Over. listening to the toad hop network radio worth watching the food in your grocery store comes with an expiration date but the hard drive in your computer doesn't without warning your computer could crash and you could lose your files forever are your files backed up right now and ready to survive a crash? They will be if you have automatic online backup from Carbonite. Plans for home and small business start at just $59 a year. Start your free trial at Carbonite.com with offer code PROTECT and get two bonus months with purchase. Carbonite.com. Offer code PROTECT. 
Stop just dreaming about a brighter future. Go after it. If you're a technical thinker with the ambition to pursue your education, look to a leader in technology education. ITT Technical Institute. Call 1-800-741-5123. ITT Tech teaches skills and knowledge that can be used to pursue entry-level careers in our technology-driven culture. And ITT Tech is geared towards helping students pursue their goals. Instruction is designed to include practical, hands-on applications. For most full-time students, classes meet just three days a week, which can help make it easier for you to work and meet the other demands of life. Would pursuing a technology-related education align with your personal goals? Then call for an ITT Tech brochure at 1-800-741-5123. Call ITT Tech at 1-800-741-5123. Classes are forming now, so call ITT Tech, 1-800-741-5123. My mum always says hard work never hurt anybody. Good advice as usual. So we worked very hard to make Geico.com very easy. Say you want to report a claim and follow its progress. You can do it all online at Geico.com. Not to mention perhaps saving a tidy sum of money on your car insurance. All it takes is a few clicks. So visit Geico.com today. Oh, and Mum, if you're listening, yes, I did wash beyond my ears this morning. Gift giving can be stressful. Birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, and the list goes on. Don't let your next special date sneak up and catch you unprepared. You're just a click away from the perfect gift at redenvelope.com. Redenvelope.com has always been the place online to find extraordinary one-of-a-kind gifts, but now it's even better with hundreds of amazing gifts. Whether it's cool gadgets or awesome sports stuff for him or a customized piece of jewelry for her, you'll find it all at redenvelope.com. Fast, easy, and perfect. What more could you ask for? How about 20% off everything plus our signature red gift box free okay done just go to redenvelope.com and enter promotion code hurry at checkout no one needs to know how easy it was for you to find such a great gift that's our little secret you can even schedule that special gift delivery weeks in advance but hurry this deal won't last forever so go to redenvelope.com right now and enter promotion code hurry at checkout to get 20 percent off everything plus our signature red gift box free go to redenvelope.com code hurry that's redenvelope.com promo code hurry you're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To what's good, motherfuckers. Welcome to What's Good, ladies and gentlemen. Steve, Willie, what's up, right. sons? Yeah. Uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about old school hip hop. And my theory is, as I get a little bit older, that, you know, whatever was significant to you and your generation is always going to count to you. It's always going to yeah. be, even if it was... Nelly, did you say? No, actually, I'll, I'll ref- it was Outkast, Stankonia album. I will always. Why didn't you that. say that first? Now, well, it, it, when Nelly was huge. Got, he just started. Two thousand ninety-nine. The Backstreet Boys were huge, son. Ah. Uh, poor, you need to pour a little fizzy water on your head, disrespecting <laughs> like that. Um, but give me a call. The number is three two three six two two eight six two three, and I want to hear what is significant to you. Tell me your age, and then you tell me what is significant hip hop to you that you will always love, even when you have a baby in the back seat and a baby stroller and you're going to be jamming out is it easy e is it stink on you or is it nelly <laughs> all right ah. go ahead and give me a call here let's take a call let's see i got a call from someone here oh no how do i answer that oh no, never mind the question is how many nelly songs do you know and you know a lot do yeah nelly killed it you really? know a lot I know a lot. Are yeah, you telling me I know a lot? Yeah, I'm telling you. If you want to dance, have right? Something like that. Isn't that it? No, but it sounds like one of his songs. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So it looks like the the phones aren't blowing up here because people don't want to call and admit you know things like Nelly because they know a fucking clown on them. Um, <laughs> I'm but, with you. But the way I see it is this: it's almost like my theory about Saturday Night Live. Whatever generation you are, you think it's the funniest. I think it's garbage today, but I think you know from 1990 to 94 was the funniest. And I think a lot of people will say that. They'll, uh, yeah, they'll agree with dude, that. There were so many different styles of comedy. But on that's the same with hip hop. I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, you know, the music industry is different today, and I think it's going to start to, you know, do very well. But they're still trying to figure out how to get to the masses the way they used to. And you get the album on Tuesday, you know, or at midnight. You know, on Monday, you get the album, you go see the concert when it came in, like that whole, the way the machine used to work, the machine doesn't exist anymore. So it's It's like different, but I think it's going to go back old school. Like, I think bands back in the day built a following by playing live. Right. And I think that's what bands are forced to do now, where it's like, 
they get their music out there one fan at a time. And you don't if, – if you're selling directly to your fans through your website or through iTunes, you don't really need huge numbers to make a good living. Right. Well, I think the, the thing is what do you hear now? How many is units was sold on iTunes? It used to be platinum recording artist or yeah. something like that. And then you sold – you know, say you, you – what is it, platinum a million? I think right? so. Right. Then gold is uh, 500,000 or something like that. Um, but you sell that many records, and then you at least had a chance at a second album. But now a guy can come out with a huge single hit on yeah. iTunes, but never have anything again. Which is still says the one hit wonder is still around. So, but I, I just read something about the guys that are actually selling concert tickets are still the old school guys. It's still like U2, Bruce Springsteen. Right. It's these bands that, dude, they're really good <laughs> well yeah and they're good and they play well live and, and and it's like i've said on the show before that i think youtube has desensitized people it's like look man i've seen like a four-year-old rip it on the fiddle and blow my mind you better blow my mind too because That's i'll just point. go back to watching free shit if, if you can't blow my mind which starts to weed it out but it's also very genre specific too i think gone are the days when you know everybody your age liked a certain band now it's I like think that's true you know everybody who 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 looks or dresses like like you know if you dress like Adolf Hitler, then you like some band I've well, never heard I, of. Well, that's what I wanted to ask Willie because when you were talking about old school hip hop, and I was talking about when I was coming up, what you listened to kind of defined who you were or mm -hmm. how you identified mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. is that still the like music was that thing where it's like there's the metalheads, there's yeah. the kids that listen to hip hop, it, there's it, the kids that listen to like I think Morrissey. it's all pop now though. It's just like who wants to make the most popular thing. So you have your kids who like the popular stuff and the people who okay. likes the alternative stuff. But, you know, did, I, I'm trying to think when I was in high school, what I can't even tell you exactly what pop was because we listened to hip hop and we listened to Sublime and we listened to that, that poppy kind of stuff. But I couldn't tell you, like, who the Justin Bieber of that time was. I'm trying to think, well, I guess it would be like Color Me Bad. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't think I listened to them a whole lot. Like I heard them at school dances and shit. But yeah. um, uh, what nineties R and B was fantastic. It was, and so I don't I don't look at it as this yes. stupid like it like Boys to Men was a real fucking band. Dude, they were talented. Yeah, they were dope. Uh, Keith Sweat killed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Girl, all those times the night when you just heard me and just ran out with that other fella. <laughs> Baby, I knew about it. I just didn't care. You still don't understand how much I love you, do you? I'm here for you. I love that fucking shit. We belong together. And dude, they sold so many. You know what I think the thing is, regardless of the generation, people that are freakishly talented always stand out. The cream Absolutely. always rises to the top. You know, whatever era Michael Jackson would have been in, whatever era. Dude, Adele people, right now. I, look, she's I'm amazing. A dude. I like in my iPod, I have like, I love old Adele. school metal. I yeah. have old school hip hop. But dude, when Adele comes on, I'm like, she she's kills got pipes, it. dude. She kills it. And I like her. I like cute, chubby girls yeah, she's like great. that. She's a hot, chubby girl. Yeah, she's she's like, she's, Sandwich, go sing she, your song. Yeah, that's what she sounds like. Yeah. She's the opposite of all the bullshit of everything that's over marketed, yeah. over hyped. I just over... love that she shows up with her spurs jangling and jangling Rips and just shoots everybody open. at. Like it's like you feel oh exactly what she's saying. Yeah, You're she's, like, oh, she's shit. Fucking, that's real. She's awesome, man. I, I would I, I would do all sorts of well, my girlfriend could be listening, but I could do all sorts of <laughs> sorts of but bad things. You'll watch her live in concert because Absolutely. she's naturally talented, right? And you can't tell now because it's all like in the studio. Everything's been tinkering with, you know. Everybody sounds like this. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. So I'm not going to watch, you know, T-Pain in concert. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel... Let me see something real quick. It looks like I got a voice message. But I watch a yeah, lot of it. old concerts on YouTube, like back in the early 90s and 80s. I watch Michael Jackson Bad Tour almost oh every day. I bet you watch it like it. some German fucking kid. I do. Kid too. Mikael! <laughs> Mikael! I hold my camera. I hold my camera too. Mikael! <laughs> you know what's weird? I don't know if you're old enough to experience this, and I don't know if it's something to do with me getting older or I'm just weird. But like, I remember when I was like 20, something that was five years ago, seven years ago, I'm like, whoa, that was so long ago. And then I got to the point where like anything in the last 10 years started to seem kind of recent. Like yeah. when you were talking about Biggie, right. and I'm like, I still think of him as being alive in a, in a, in a lot of, because I listen to Biggie every day at the gym. Right. Every day there's at least one Biggie song yeah. in the mix. But what's crazy now, something that, I used to think anything that happened before I was born was ancient. Oh, sure. But now, like, I'm listening to, like, Otis Redding. Oh, yeah. I'm listening to yeah. Al Green. I listen to B.B. King I'm all the time. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I remember the first time I got into Sinatra, I was like, what is this? This guy kills uh, yeah. it. Well, I think what happens, and I think you nailed it on the head, because, you know, I, my, my, my cousin lives with me, and she's she's just, you know, she's a really sweet girl, and she's she's a consumer. She listens to what she's supposed to listen to. Right. You know what I mean by that? Like, this yeah. is music that was marketed and packaged for <laughs> yeah. young girls who are going to eat it up. Right. But you get to a certain age, and I think it happens around, like, 25, where you break out of 
stuff that was you know packaged for you specifically and you go out there and you seek things out that appeal to you yeah. you know and 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 I did that you know as a very young kid because I was always you know wanting just a new sound like just to hear a whole new sound and so now that you're older you can go discover a whole you know whether it's a band or a whole entire genre like I found the blues makes me feel happier than most it's interesting music I've ever listened to you know and and I was listening to a a, a, a song one time what was it a BB King BB King song and I realized how much I, I like it because it's so much like rap music and it's honesty yeah and, and when he sings the blues and he had like even a little bit of a break in the song where he starts talking to the crowd and, yeah. it, and, it, and it was real like nice at first it's like how y'all feeling they're like Woo! Oh, we feel good. We feel yeah. good. Like, I feel good too. But you ever have a girl and she cheat on you with, with your best friend? I was like, ah, yeah, I've, yeah. yeah, I've had that. That's, <laughs> yep. that's unfortunate. That's, boy, that just takes me back to high school. And then you go over to the house because you go and catch them doing it. Do you know what's interesting that I'm just starting to figure out as you're saying this? Maybe the more life experiences that you acquire as an individual, yeah. the more other people's art appeals to you. Because the more well, you can I, yeah, and to I think it. I think you're exactly right because it got to a point where I was finding that I was relating to everything. Because the next thing he was like, and then you go over that that their house to catch him in the middle of the act. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I drove by it's like yeah, a I, Tony I, Womack yeah. song. And then and then you 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 brought a bat with you because you're angry. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I didn't bring a bat. I didn't even stop. I didn't even slow down. I just looked. I was just like, ah, you know. I drove by, and he's like, then you take that bat and you kick down the door, and I'm. I'm, I'm I'm kind of like you know I'm ad libbing it here, but the, like the, he, he he or I'm paraphrasing, but you know, and then he's like, yeah, you kick down the door, and then you want to crack him in the skull, and you start beating on them both, and I'm like, baby, like whoa, bro, like is wow. it, like should I call somebody? This is getting like this is getting scary, and like it sounded like some grimy ass rap shit. Like, what I love though, I love those guys that are so sensitive. Like, yeah. they had a choice; they were either going to go to jail, yeah. or write this song. And he wrote it as passionately as a murderer would have murdered, because then he gets to the like he builds to the crescendo, and then you start cracking skulls wow. and then they run around naked and then they're like yeah right. uh, and then all of a sudden the music kicks back and it's like bow, bow, bow. And everybody's <laughs> like hey forget he just committed a felony that was fucking bro i got a song for all right it, this is along those same lines and I, I if somebody would have said i would have been into this 15 years ago mm -hmm. i would have laughed but dude the mark the, I'm into like Southern rock right now. That's like my shit. Yeah, I've been I've been in CCR and an a whole lot lately. Yeah, dude, the Marshall Tucker Marshall Marshall Tucker band has a song called "Can't You See," and it's about this guy that's so heartbroken, and you can hear it. You can like that's what it resonates with Adele with me. Like some of her stuff, you're like, uh, you don't even like right. the lyrics don't even matter. The beautiful voice doesn't matter. There's, sure, there's this emotional connection, and then when I found this song, "Can't You See," it's dude, the song's got to be almost forty years old. So like, he, that's crazy to really me. really think about it, if music didn't exist, there would be a lot of murderers out there. I think there'd be it's, a, You know what? It, it's, it, anytime a lot of psychopaths. Somebody's emotions come through, it can almost even make up if they're pitchy. It's like, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, uh, 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 Tom Waits, for yeah. instance. That's a guy who's like, you know he's so honestly bearing his soul that you're like, you know, so what? He sounds like the garbage disposal. Yeah. You know, he's he's burying his soul, and I think a lot of times people can do that. And you know who I used to knock a lot, and I'm getting older is is the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Dude, I was never in the Springsteen. I, now I love and, him. and now I'm starting to really get it. And it was that kick-ass concert he did recently, where he gets into the crowd and he's singing with them, and then he chugs one of their beers yeah. and just made. And it's like to me, it, it's always like if you're a super big star and you have the ability to take two seconds out of your day and make somebody's fucking day, and I yep. mean really make their life Talk something about to give them. Forever. About forever. He's forever. like, he chugged my fucking beer. Sure, he may have Hep C now, but right. he chugged yeah. my beer. And it's like he went in the crowd, chugged the beer, and got right back in a queue just like BB and started singing his heart well, out. That, and, what and, and I like about it. that dude is not only like maybe I just didn't live enough life to get what he was saying. Right. I didn't relate to it. And I don't know how old I was, but I remember finding myself in my apartment leaning over my iPod like Stallone and Copland listening to Springsteen <laughs> with my one good ear. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it, I, I just connected with the music. So not only do you have this guy that's kind of like a poet that's so personal. Right. It's, it's so insightful. But then the guy in concert. He puts on a show. He puts on a show. Yeah. And he cares. And yeah. he wants to rock your world. And yeah. I think that's one thing that I'm kind of against. There's like this little movement in entertainment across the board right now. Where people think they're too good for their fans, oh, yeah, or they're yeah. too good to try. Mm -hmm. Like you have these bands that are like, uh, I don't even know why anybody's listening. And yeah. it's like, dude, if they're paying their money, dude, 
Fucking Life rock is out. hard. Rock yeah. out like Marty Life, McFly. Exactly. Rock the give fuck out. Give that audience everything you can possibly give them. I think that could them. be it right now with the newer musicians is they're not really opening their souls and letting it all out in their performance. Or they're just, it, it goes back to being so genre specific. They're so like, I wear the tight jeans and I sing yeah. about sad shit. It's like, you know what? You know, the Beatles took a chance and said, we're going to go under a different name for this album and we're going to play a style we've never fucking played. And it's considered in many circles to be the greatest album of all time. And they the were Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club band. So it was like, it was that is why it, when anybody says who's the greatest, you may not think their sound is, but they were students of it and evolved. And it's just like, you know who's doing that and who's, who's having a nice uh, second chapter is my man. And you know, if, if you're a listener, my favorite rapper, Nas. Oh, I have noticed yeah. Nas, is, Nas is coming back. Uh, were you going to say Rick Ross? No, I thought uh, you were going to say Rick yeah, Ross. Yeah, he's a fan of my beard. You know, he's so, <laughs> he's, he stole the beard from me. Uh, 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 one, one thing they said in that, in that BRLND.com article about me was I had great jaw carpet. I love that. <laughs> I had never heard that term jaw carpet before, and I was just pleased. Um, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and bring it to a uh, – we're going to go ahead and uh, have you turn your cell phones off because the pilot's asking that we're, we're below 10,000 feet now, and we're going to start beginning our descent into oh. the, uh, uh, the LA area if you are going to be traveling any further to phoenix please stay in your seat and let the others get off don't plant any bombs and don't talk about terror but what, what about what the fuck am i supposed to do i didn't i wasn't supposed to get off at this spot, this spot right now i'm going to raise jihad one way or another can i get some peanuts please you have a great pilot voice like yes they would be traveling at thirty-five thousand. I always said Barack Obama should be a pilot. It's uh, economy is going to be rocky. Uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be a bit rocky for the uh, foreseeable future. Uh, try not to walk around uh, on your electronics. Uh, try not to congregate uh, around the restroom area. Go ahead and put your trays in the upright position, and remember that I'm the president. Of the United States of, uh, where is it again? America. America. So what I'm going to do is, what I used to do on the last show, as you guys know, is I, I like to cover songs. Sometimes I knock it out of the park. Other times I make a complete ass of myself. But Willie can sing, though. Willie can sing hooks and shit pretty good. Willie, you have pipes? Oh, no. Willie, Willie's, look how pretty. I have heart. That. I have heart. Willie can sing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take us out and I'm going to play a, another song I was I bought on iTunes when I wanted to take it back to 93 today. I just I was like, Fred, I want to relive 93 today. I want to feel it. So without further ado, and I'm going to just quickly wrap this up. Thank you guys for joining us on the pilot episode of What's Good for the Toad Hop Network. Yeah, for Willie, for, me hang for out, Steve. Um, where can we catch you guys at? Dude, I have a podcast with Roddy Piper. There you go. On, on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's there called The Rock Pod. It's the best. Come and hang out with us. What about you, Willie? Uh, I have a talk show at the Comedy Store, the Willie Hunter Show, Monday, September 24th. Fun times. Nice. And you can catch me here every day, or every day, yeah, I wish, every Tuesday <laughs> at 6 p.m. Go to the ToadHopNetwork.com. And be sure to uh, also check us out on iTunes under What's Good for Freddie Lockhart. Uh, thank you for joining us. And I'm going to go ahead and play you guys out with a song that I always loved. And every time I listened to it, I was like, we got to go do a drive-by shooting on somebody. Oh, classic. Remember that one? Yeah. With your CD player, Skippin'? Ah. <laughs> uh. Poppin', stoppin', hoppin' like a rabbit. When I take the needle rods, you know I gots to have it. I lay back in the cut and tell myself. Think about the shit and I'm thinking, well, how can I make some grip? And how should I make that nigga straight slip? Set trip, gotta get him for his grip as I dip around the corner. Now I'm on another mission, wishing upon a star. Fred Doggy Dog with the caviar in the back of the limo. You know this is for real. Breaking niggas off like I band a holy field. Chill to the next episode. I make money and I really don't love hoes. To tell you the truth, I love love love. I'm gonna cut out and thanks for joining us. What's good, nigga? Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.